What's up, folks? That's the way you get the show started tonight, especially when you're solo. Yes, here by my lonesome, but it's okay. Things happen. Fuji is off tonight. He is taking care of his mom, uh, who's a little under the weather. So best wishes for and a speedy recovery for his mother. Uh, he will be back on with us on Sunday as we go live for episode 88. And a guest as well to be mentioned later on for episode 88. Tonight, though, it is episode 87. Of course, I am here live at the LG Direct Sales Solution Studios in Tampa, Florida, where today was an absolutely beautiful day here, uh, about 88 degrees and always beautiful sunshine down here in paradise. Oh, and speaking of, and the reason why I played that video live, well, because I hate to break the news to you, but if you guys can kind of see that, yeah, it's championship ring night down here in Tampa as they received their second ring. But let's not also forget the Flyers. The Fly guys are off to a 2-0-1 start. And let's hope that continues. And that's why I allow for the video because tonight it's about the Flyers. It's about the Sixers. Oh, we'll talk some Eagles as well. Unfortunately, Ben has taken over the spotlight. So not too much to talk about as far as what happened with the Eagles until Nick Sirianni mentioned, or at least someone asked him, should he bench Jalen Hurts? So a lot to get to this evening. And again, your comments are well welcome tonight. I'll answer as many as I possibly can here. As once again, I am here solo. So uh, let's get the show started. It is episode 87. Oh, and by the way, as I always say, it is Friday, Thursday night. For those of you who keep track of the days of the week, I'm Angel, and this is Broad Street South. So now, with that being said, I'm also going to show this other quick video before we get into some, into some comments here. I see Dylan's on. By the way, Dylan Spaulding, hope you're feeling a little bit better. Uh, allergies are the worst. And believe me, I know because I suffer from a lot down here. And I see Julio there for a second. So Julio, give me a second. Uh, in order for the Flyers to get to where they need to be, I'm going to play this where I had it up here. Let me go back for the moment. Always looking around for stuff. is always so much fun. But you saw the Flyers hype video. Now, I will show you what the Flyers need to do to get back there. Because just because I'm wearing here the Tampa Bay Lightning ring from last year, and their second one is just like the one from, la uh, from last year. But <clears throat> this is ring night, and I'm going to show you guys here a video of what the Tampa Bay Lightning just received this evening. Captain Steven Stamkos, it is my honor to present you with the Stanley Cup. We're doing it in front of our fans, our family, our friends. That's what means the most to us. It's Over outcome. Number one 
that being said, of course, we want to see that championship trophy, that Stanley Cup to come back to Broad Street. Right now, it's for any team in the NHL to take it away from Tampa Bay. So once again, Flyers starting off 2-1, Tampa Bay receiving the rings tonight. And believe me, it's a lot of fun. There is nothing like the Eagles parade. Nothing like it. And I'll say it a thousand and or a million times. Nothing like it. But I will say this much. Being down here in Tampa Bay, that boat parade, not only was it nice the first time around, the second time around was even more ridiculous because why? Well, we were out of the pandemic at that point. And even during the first one, we're in the pandemic. So uh, it goes to show you that if you want to celebrate with your team, you can do it. So back-to-back Stanley Cup champs receiving the rings tonight. And we'll get back here to, of course, all Philly things because there's a lot, again, to get into tonight. Let me bring up a couple of comments here. Julio states, uh, Julio, como esta? Uh, I'm not feeling our tight end position either. Right now, now the talk of Dallas being a trade for Watson. Uh, F. Watson, let him go to Denver or Miami. We got Jalen. And, and he brings up a good point here as we'll get into a couple of things here. Jalen Hurts uh, told by, I guess, or what stated, whether it was Nick Sirianni or someone else, it was stated that they may want to think about benching Jalen Hurts, that it'll take at least two, three, maybe five years to get him where he needs to be. And that if Nick wants to showcase his talents, that right now should be the time for him to actually do so. Now, the only problem that I see with that is, yes, again, as we spoke about last week, and I'm pretty sure we'll talk about it again here on Sunday, Nick is a very young head coach. The talent on this team is also young. It's everyone putting all their heads together, coming out with a plan. But my thing is, like everything else in Philly, is that if you are going to bail on Jalen Hurts right now, that is not bode well for the Eagles. They just got back Lane Johnson Right. And with Lane Johnson, it was a key part for them to come back and maybe be victorious this week. We shall see. But again, Lane Johnson coming back. And what we learned was that obviously he suffers from depression and anxiety. And that's tough for anyone who's going through it, anybody who's gone through it, and especially during these times, it's hard to deal with. And especially if you got personal things going on at home that help to it. So <clears throat> my hat's off to Lane Johnson. I'm glad he did come back. Obviously, it's two weeks without him, and we saw what happened with the Eagles without being Lane Johnson there, being on the right side. But God bless him. We hope that he continues to get better. And so that being answered, Julio, and I'm not feeling the time position as well as Zach Ertz being traded. So hold on to that thought. Dylan says, woo-woo, uh, as far as when it comes to Tampa Bay, and uh, I got to ask, obviously, with Temple and USF and the AAC, what do you think of the expansion? Uh, good question. As far as when it comes to the expansion, I, I've – Kind of tough. I, I don't, I can't harpoon on it now. We'll go over Dylan when you come on with us. Um, kind of tough because obviously we see the shift and change what the NCAA is trying to do here with the different divisions. Uh, it, it's tough. The SEC right now, ACC, I mean, down in powerhouses. So we shall see also on top of, if I can get into it as well. Also, there's rumors that possibly Coach Franklin from Penn State is talking about taking a USC job out there in Cali. So, uh, listen, there's a lot of things, a lot of moving and shaking going on in the area. But as far as with the division, Dylan, I, I want to see with, with all this expansion, the same way you just mentioned, the, the AAC. Uh, we'll, we'll get into a little bit more when you come on. But, uh, again, college football, we already know some of these players are going to start getting paid. So we'll see if the college ranks turn into the NFL ranks because once money's out there, maybe that love that we have for the college game might start going away when you start seeing paychecks bringing brought on to the field as well. So a lot of college football still kind of left here as we have one more month before the bowls start to show up. 
And teams are doing fairly well. Obviously, down here in Florida, where it's basically all college teams all the time, uh, they're, of course, loving their Gators, the Hurricanes, you name it. It's, it's a lot of love, except for Jacksonville, even though Jacksonville did pull off the win last week out there in London. Uh, Kathleen says, hey, fam. And by the way, the official podcast here of Eagles Mania Group, if you guys love the Eagles, please join and follow the Eagles Mania Group on Facebook. Give them a look, give them some love, and let them know that you guys will end up joining them as well, along with Philly of the South, the official fan base of uh, Broad Street South. So those guys, Mike Klein, all of them, that club does an amazing job. And, of course, Tampa Joe's our sponsor here every Sunday and or, of course, when the Eagles play, whether it's a Thursday and or Sunday, you can go down there to 9316 Anderson Road in Tampa, Florida, so you can catch all the Eagles action. So I'm kind of going through here with, between the comments and everything else. So you guys, uh, I keep you up to speed here. I also, Kathleen says, I heard Washington was looking at him. Uh, we don't want him going there. We don't want him going to Miami. As far as, now you're talking about to, well, yeah, for Deshaun Watson, if he, I don't think, personally, Kathleen, I don't think he's going to end up in DCU. Call me nuts. I don't think Washington, they could afford him, could. I don't think he wants to go to Washington. Not the way that team is running right now. Not the way that organization is running right now. I think Miami will make the stronger case because the Texans can get out of more of Miami than they will out of DCU. And so, uh, by the way, they've changed their name also from the Dumb Clowns University to the Drug Cartel University because DCU just having problems after problems after problems. But once again, I think if you're going to make a trade for him, Miami would be the better fit. The only problem that I have is that Brian Flores did state that he wanted Tua to be there long-term, but it seems like they don't have confidence in Tua, almost like it seems like the Eagles don't have the confidence in Jalen. I would love to see how the end of this week plays out. Obviously, they travel out to Vegas, so their travel day will be on Saturday because you only get to spend one day uh, with the new COVID restrictions out there, which normally it would travel on a Friday night. So I want to see if there's any more rumors or swirlings or anything else goes on with Jalen Hurts because it's kind of interesting to see that throughout today, today, the big thing was that a lot of the comments that came in was that they want to see Jalen Hurts bench. I don't think that's the smartest move. I don't think that builds up a lot of confidence with your team. Again, take the time, pump the brakes. Everything will be okay. It is not that bad. Uh, Kathleen also states that absolutely, I'm so proud of Lane. Yeah, uh, incredible. I'm telling you, the guy, it takes a lot for you to come out and say something like that. People take it for granted. But when you go through depression, it's a lot. Dills, did you get that from Mark? <laughs> no, Dills, I didn't get it from Mark. Uh, but I did tell Mark, though, that I'd have been solo tonight. So, but I'm pretty sure Mark will be just as happy. Uh, Dylan says, yeah, I can't wait to talk about it when I jump on. And, and Dylan Spaulding, by the way, if you guys see it up there on the screen, Dylan will be joining us as, again. We keep saying that the show continues to expand. Dylan will be taking care of the Tampa coverage down here uh, from the college teams, obviously the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I look forward to speaking to Dylan here as soon as everything clears up with him and his schedule so he can come on with us and have as much fun as we do here on a weekly basis. So Dylan Spaulding will be joining us as our local contributor here down in the Tampa division. So, of course, we have the Philly division with the guys all back home and all the fans, and then we have our Tampa division here that's been growing steadily down in Tampa. And, by the way, for those listening in Brazil, uh, thank you for the amount of downloads you guys have had. Uh, in case you guys don't see when I do the updates, one big thing that I always try to share with everyone on my social media is that Brazil started listening in about two months ago. And about two months ago, it started with Sao Paulo. And then from Sao Paulo, it went to a couple different countries because, you know, there's countries within Brazil. 
Uh, yesterday, upon checking to see the actual area of Brazil, we are in 40 different countries in Brazil, and I cannot even thank them enough for what they do. Along with our friends from the north in Toronto, they started listening as well. So thank you to everyone who's tuning in from Toronto. I really do appreciate you guys taking the time to download the audio and then come back to BroadStreetSouth.com and take a look at the video after you've listened to the audio. So thank you to everyone. I really do appreciate it. Philly continues to expand, and so does the South down here in Florida, Georgia, Atlanta, um, South Carolina. I mean, the South, is it's nuts how we are making an impact down here. So thank you. I just want to get out the way before I forget it because I know i got a lot of other things to get to as well. Um, Kathleen says, uh, how do you think Jackson will do as tight end? Tough to say. First of all, Zach Ertz, thank you for everything that you did here for the city of Philadelphia. We knew their production, the production was coming down, and that's probably because the Eagles had told him during the offseason he was going to be traded. Then he comes on. So I can't blame Zach Ertz for everything because it is kind of tough to play knowing that your team wanted you here just a year before, and then you turn around and tell me I'm going to be trade bait. So it was kind of hard for Zach Ertz to take that in. Of course, uh, one tweet that I saw, I think they said he went to bed two and four and woke up the next day, you know, five and oh, or something like that. And I'm pretty sure Zach's going to enjoy his time out there with Arizona. Arizona doing some amazing things this year. Who would have thought that that team would have been where they are right now? So far, uh, JJ Watt is healthy at, at this point. So we'll see with a healthy Watt, things can go well for Arizona. But then they also have a good key defensive line. Murray is getting into his own. He's starting to look better and better as the time goes by. So to Arizona, hats off to you. Good guys you end up getting with Zach Ertz. So it's going to be amazing. As far as Jackson, it, that's going to have to be wait and see Sunday. Wait and see what happens. I, I can't. Dallas Carter, obviously he knows he's going to have to step up at this point. Jackson, it's going to have to be a game time decision for me because I, I don't even know uh, as far as play ethics or what he has, what he has to bring. So uh, on Sunday, we'll get into a little bit more. And I'm pretty sure if I see some tape on him, Prior to it, then Kathleen, I'll give you a better answer there on Sunday. Uh, Julio says that Jackson will do great. I'm just worried about his back problem. Uh, so are the Eagles, but apparently they gambled on it. So we'll see. And absolutely, we need him to go to Miami that that he will. I'll be at Tampa Joe's this Sunday. Oh, well, listen. Uh, unfortunately, I will not be there myself this Sunday, but enjoy it, Kathleen. It is a great place. A lot of Eagles fans, good atmosphere. It's a lot of fun. Good thing is you'll be down here with some nice warm weather. And the other thing is, is that you can sit either inside or outside. If you want to go in the bar area, make sure you go early because it will fill up really, really quick. Um, but other than that, um, you'll enjoy it. It's a really nice bar. Just make sure, obviously, like everyone else, take care of your bartenders and your waitresses because that's a lot of very, very important down there. Uh, awesome go birds. And I believe we need to swap older players for younger players. That is a big one. That's a big one. It's something that the Eagles know that they have to come up this season. How he knows more than anything else, obviously we're, we're going to start leading up here into the trade deadline. What will the Eagles do to that point will obviously reflect upon the record that they have right now and at the time of the trade. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Eagles will end up doing, not only during the trade deadline, but this offseason coming up. Because, yeah, you know, as much as we love Fletcher Cox, his production is going down. Sunday he looked pretty solid. But again, any given Sunday with Fletcher Cox, he's going to look absolutely fantastic. And other times, we know that we can see him slip backwards. So we shall see what happens with Fletcher Cox. But we do have some guys on this team, on the squad, that are definitely coming of age. And so we need to go the younger route. If the Eagles are looking to rebuild, you might as well do it within the next this year to the next two to three years 
Therefore, you know what to expect. The fan base, like any other place in America, it gets impatient. They know it. It's tough. It's hard. If you look at and, and reflect upon what the Buccaneers have done down here, they've done the same thing. Only thing is, obviously, they added one of the greatest of all time. You know, as much as I don't like to say about TV 12, but he is what he is. And obviously, he proved it here in Tampa Bay. So if the Eagles want to learn what the Rams are doing, not as much Detroit. Detroit, not favorable. But even what Cleveland's doing, what all these different teams are doing to rebuild and get better is the same thing the Eagles need to do. And they might be able to do it come next week. So we'll see. We'll see. Or not next week, sorry. <laughs> next season. We shall see. Um, going back here to Kathleen's comment. I know it's, it's been a melting pot. I forgot how hot it is down here. Yeah, it, it's it's hot. Even in October, it's really hot. So that's the nice part. If you guys want to get away from Philly, where that chilly weather is coming, believe me, Florida bound is nice during the wintertime. Rich says, what's up, Angel? Awesome show. Uh, thank you, Rich. I appreciate it. Again, Rich Bridge, the rest of that group, Kathleen, uh, Kathleen and Patty, along with a, a bunch of other folks here. Again, Eagles Mania, check out their Facebook page. You guys follow, and or, well, I guess you can follow them as well, but like their page because they do an outstanding job here for here for the show to show some love. So the same love I like to see back for Eagles Mania. Uh, Julio says, for a linebacker position, O-line, yes. Everywhere is young, which is a good thing, which is absolutely true. Uh, Kathleen says, hello, Rich. We need to have a good draft with three picks. Most likely we have to get it right. Uh, that's true. And obviously, if Fuji was on tonight, I know because he would be chomping in the bit because his best friend, Howie Roseman, knows. And, and it's kind of tough to say. So, Rich, I want to leave your comment up there, there for a second. But one thing I will say about Howie Roseman, it's one, it's either he does – very good on the draft, or he's kind of mediocre. This year, not too bad. You got to give him a passing grade for what he did this year. Now, come the trade deadline, we'll see. I know at one point, Eagles were talking about bringing Deshaun Watson here, but obviously the price tag will be likely higher than what they were offering beforehand. So that's why I said, unless things have been really quiet and the Eagles do something last minute, and we've seen, we've seen things like that before in Philly, they've kept it quiet. In the last minute, they pulled the rug from under everyone's eyes. So it'd be interesting to see if they happen to bring Deshaun Watson here. I seriously doubt it, but stranger things can happen. Miami right now seems to be the major destination for Deshaun Watson. So listen, at, at the draft come next year, it's heavily loaded all the way around. There's obviously a, a heavy load on quarterbacks, wide receivers, on defensive end as well. So if you're going to do your due diligence, you better do it from here till bowl time and then come to bowl time for the college ranks. Take a look and see the prospects that are out there because you're going to have to do your homework to step up. And Eagles need a lot of work, especially when it comes to linebackers. They need a lot of work. So we shall see what happens next year during the draft. So uh, great comment there by Rich. Great question as well. Uh, Robert, thank you, thank you. I do appreciate it. Broadway, Robert Keller, if you guys don't know, featuring Goose and Scoots out there in Limerick, Pennsylvania, Robert is the man behind the glass out there. So you guys can show him some love as well. I do appreciate it. Robert does a fantastic job. When I'm remotely here in Tampa and feeding into Philly, he makes sure that everything gets done right. So, Robert, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Rich says, uh, trade Cox, get more uh, cap money. Absolutely. Will it happen? It's going to have to be a desperate move by someone, whether it's a team pushing for the playoffs, a team knowing that they're one man short. It's going to take a lot to move Fletcher Cox because, again, it's a pretty nifty contract that you still have to pick up. So, we shall see what happens with Fletcher Cox, but that would be that would be definitely a good clap clearing space uh, as far as trade. 
Uh, absolutely. We have too many vets here. It's hard to let go, but we have to. Uh, that we definitely need because unfortunately, in order to rebuild a team, you have to let what you have here go. We don't want to see anybody leave. Obviously, you know, 2017 is always going to be the most magical season we've seen here in Philly since the 1980 and 2008 World Series champs uh, across the street over at uh, Citizens Bank Park. But again, we know it's, listen, Father Time catches up with everybody, with everybody. And we hope that this team can make smarter moves and get themselves in a much better position. So we'll see what happens come next year. Patty says this coming draft is loaded with linemen and D-backs. If we can keep three picks in the top 10, we can be set for many years. And it's absolutely true. Patty, thank you for tuning in tonight. We do appreciate it as well. But uh, uh, again, she's absolutely right. We have to, this defense for this team to take care of business come next year. And you guys got to understand, I know a lot of people want to see this team more successful than they are right now. It could have been a lot worse because as I mentioned before, Ann, they could have started 0-6 before they started winning. So at the record where they are now, is it where the Eagles want to be? Of course not. Not where any other team wants to be, especially not Detroit. But it's not where teams want to be. But everyone's got to understand that it is a rebuilding year, no matter which way you look at it. And not only this year, but next year as well. Because, again, you're going to have a lot of moving pieces here during the offseason. What would make it more interesting to me is how much were the ownership believe in Harry Roseman to keep around. As of right now, it just seems like there's a love fest for Harry Roseman. So I guess they're planning to keep him here for many more years to come. I don't know. I don't know what's the reason behind it. Why do you want to keep him around? I guess because of some of the trades he's been able to pull off. Maybe that's the reason why. But for me, we'll see next year what Harry Roseman is really all about. We waited to see this year, and he didn't fail us. Not too bad this year. You got to give the man a passing grade. He is what he is. Uh, any good veteran backup quarterback, not Flacco. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, Flacco, he knows. He's he's pretty much done with his career. He he came here. If anything, obviously, we're going to see Gardner Minshew. If they want to, if, and again, a huge if, if they actually want to bench Jalen Hurts, I don't see it happening. But if they do, I'm quite sure Gardner Minshew will get the starting nod over Joe Flacco. That, that Julio, I can almost guarantee that one. Uh, Kathleen says, but it's scary to have um, uh, first draft picks in Howie's hands. So true. So true. But again, it's, we'll worry about that when it comes around next year. We're going to see what Howie's got come to trade deadline, come to see what his team's going to do. Because from what we all read last year, what Doug Peterson has problem with was because of what Howie did. Howie, we know of, was calling plays. Howie was telling the team, you know, how to practice all the good fun stuff. And as a GM, I don't know how much pull you should have, but quite interesting to see how, how he's going to play out. So, and, and just like the Sixers across the street, that GM over there isn't winning a lot of Sixer fans appreciation because Ben, buddy, I'll get into that in a second because Joel Embiid, of course, has some nice choice words. It could have been a lot worse, but he has some choice words here for Ben Simmons. Um, Tom, how are you? Hope you and Tara are doing fine. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Really do appreciate it. Kathleen says, well, we need uh, we need to think about our team, and that's making it better. Uh, and starting younger and stronger, which that we will, and, and that's through rebuilding. Absolutely right. It is through rebuilding. Now, with getting some of the talk, obviously, Zach Ertz out of the way, uh, we'll get into more talk, obviously, on game day of what the Eagles need to do as far as prepare and line up. A uh, couple things that happened, obviously, this week. Other than, again, what I started with in the very beginning, the WNBA crowned a new champion. And the WNBA, believe it or not, is having great success 
and their numbers keep going up. So God bless the women out there working hard. Chicago Sky, who would have thought a 16-16 and 16 team on a regular season record would end up winning the WNBA championship? And that goes to show you that you should never give up no matter what the record states. If you're able to make it further into the playoffs, you should never give up or you should never give in. We saw that with the 2009 World Series or 2008 World Series uh, Phillies that went and obviously went in 2007, won it all in 2008, and then gave up in 2009 against the Yankees. So never give up because you never know what's going to end up happening here. But I want to show two quick videos as far as when it comes to the Chicago Sky. And by the way, speaking of, where are my pictures here? Because this young lady did an amazing job for ESPN, obviously for herself here, Tarika Foster Brasby. And she will be on with us here as soon as her schedule clear, uh, clears up. But kudos to Tarika for the fantastic job that she did for ESPN. For the social media that she did out there, absolutely fantastic. You guys want to follow her just like I do? She knows sports on Twitter and did an amazing job covering the finals. And there was a lot of travel that she had to do from Vegas to Chicago to you name it, to Phoenix. I mean, she was all over the place. But thank God that she was able to go out there and do it and that she was able to return to home now and uh, enjoy some of her time off here. But I want to show, again, if Chicago could do it, Philly can do it. Right. So obviously Kenneth Parker doing an amazing job out there. Chicago Sky returns back home, got drafted out West, but returned back home. And Kenneth Parker will be an NBA, not the WNBA coach, an NBA coach. That woman is so gifted, so talented that she will end up winning. Obviously, maybe if everything happens for Chicago, the way it should happen, they'll end up winning another title. But again, you bring in one key player into your organization and they believe and they achieve said dreams. Anything can happen. So congratulations, Chicago Sky, for being the WNBA champions of 2021. And again, to Tarika for the fantastic job she did. It's all appreciated. Uh, before we get into, uh, Kathleen says, sweet. And I'm assuming, wow, when it comes down to uh, uh, the girls themselves from Chicago Sky. And they got their first championship. Julio is correct. And and again, Chicago. Remember the, the Chicago Bulls? Everybody remembers when they made that run in the 80s into the 90s. You know, it, it was an amazing run by the Chicago Bulls. So uh, congratulations to her. And to, again, to, and now if you guys want, I'll also play her, her speech that she said, and it's, it's pretty motivating. You got to think about it. When you're a WNBA player and you know that everyone believes in the NBA and the WNBA has been working themselves slowly to win the fans and bring them on board, it's a lot. But you know what? Great job again by, uh, by Candace and by Chicago Sky. 
The one thing that Kathleen came back to before we get on to some Ben Simmons talk here, he says, just, just remember what Chip said. Probably the only good thing besides bringing Lane and Ertz to us was keeping Howie in the front office. Don't let Howie have control. And yeah, you're absolutely right. But now he has tons of control. And the bad part is when having all that control is what he's going to do with it. So is it Jeffrey Lurie, I, again, I don't know what he has or what's the reason why he wants to stay with Howie so bad. But at one point or another, even that love fest is going to have to be broken up. If the draft does not work out, if the Eagles, I think, fall even more from grace from where they are right now at the end of the season, and you have back-to-back -back seasons, let's hope not. But obviously we saw four wins last year, didn't get a job, didn't get it done. And if this week you do end up doing the same thing with just four wins, I would say that probably Howie will be shown the door. Not Nick, where a lot of people are already calling for his head. I think at that point, you would have to move on from Howie. But again, we know how Philly works. We shall see. We shall see. All right. <clears throat> Kathleen says, okay, great show. Thank you. Have a great night. Fly Eagles fly forever in a day. Go Bears. Kathleen, thanks again for tuning in. We do appreciate it. So now, Ben Simmons. Lordy, 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 when it comes to Ben. One good thing here that Joel Embiid said, first of all, Obviously, good luck to both as the Sixers and the winning last night. A good dominant game in the fourth quarter. So good luck to both teams. Obviously, I, we weren't on to have both uh, kickoffs, one for the Flyers and then one for the Sixers. But good luck to them both. But I know I did have it up there. And if not, I will bring it up. Oh, by the way, just remind everybody, on this day, which was October 18th, obviously not today, but October 18th, 1967, as you guys can see, Right, the old spectrum there in the background. The defending 76ers open up the Philadelphia spectrum against the Lakers. Imagine 1967. That's when he moved in to now, of course, uh, what was it? The Core State Center, the Wells Fargo Center, which is now the Wells, and I forgot what was before that. First Union. So I think it started First Union, then Core States, then Wells Fargo. So again, great job by Joel and B, the big man last night. And this probably just captivates everything here. Just take a look. I want you guys to take a look in there, and I want to see if anybody's going to get angered by this. Ben Simmons, you can see, as my producer and I, Debbie, were sitting here on the couch just yesterday, and we're, one, looking at the game. Two, prior to that, obviously this was on Tuesday when he showed this, but Ben does not want to be here. Daryl Morley apparently says that they can fix things. They can mend things. I don't know about you guys. But if a person does not want to be here, it's the same way if you owned your own organization, your own team, your own company, and you got one person that does not want to be there and they're disrupting everybody else, you know what? See you later. Pack your bags. See you later. Keep hitting him in his pockets because apparently that's what the Sixers are doing. Sixers are hitting Ben in his pocket when he continues to get fined. But if you expect for Ben Simmons to come back, to say that he's sorry, to say that he wants to be here, and honest to God, if he puts on that uniform when the Sixers play, and if, dare I say, if Daryl Morley brings him out and Doc Rivers, and I know he's been defending him, he was telling me it's not about three-pointers, not about this, not about that. Well, obviously, Ben, it is about something. And apparently, it's all about you because all you want to do is just showcase yourselves. Showcase yourself. No one cares. Honest to God. Even though for some reason everyone says that his game is good, you know what? It might be when he's on point, but any other time we've seen it, we saw it during the playoffs. Ben gave up. And if you give up, what do you expect to win? Joel Embiid can't carry everyone. Neither can the rest of the team. It's a team effort. 
and it's an extremely team effort. And I don't know why in the world the Sixers decide they want to work with this clown because that's what he is at this point. Ben Simmons is just a big old baby. He wants to live the L.A. lifestyle. You know what? Go out there. Go out there with Bron Bron and go out with the rest of the Lakers, chase rings, do all the good fun stuff. Here in Philly, we like to earn our rings, not chase them, earn them. And we've been doing that for many years. And regardless if we have one or two, whatever case may be, you know what? If it's one or two, we've earned those. Like the Eagles have, like the Phillies have, like the Sixers have, and obviously the Flyers since the 70s were winning it back-to-back. So they're due 4-1. And with this hot start they have this season, maybe they're going to do it. But the Sixers are due. The Flyers are due. It's going to happen. But Ben, if you want out, just say it. Hopefully the Sixers can get something for him. I don't know. Maybe they'll get, I don't know, a grilled cheese sandwich. I don't know what the hell they're going to get for him at this point. But Ben needs to go. You're not here to help anyone out. It shows in that picture alone on why you don't care of becoming a 76er. And you know what? And that's fine because the feeling is mutual. And other people might hear this and they might say, well, I disagree with you. And that's fine because we're never going to agree upon everything. That's why we have great opinions. Everyone's got one. We all listen to each other. We debate a little bit back and forth. And in the end, we all have fun with it. But when it comes to Ben Simmons, if you were told by Doc Rivers to get off the court and go home and get suspended, and then Darren Morley comes out today and states pretty much that, well, we can work on this. We can heal this. Do you expect for Joel Embiid, your top player on that court, to turn around and say, you know what? I'm going to be here for him as long as he's here for us. That ain't going to happen. In front of the cameras, it might happen. But behind the scenes, that's not the way it's going to be. So I don't know what in the world Darren Morley's thinking, but here's just a clip of what was talked about. And not only, not only by Joel Embiid, Jason Kelsey and Charles Barkley had some words to say as well. So here's the one originally by Joel Embiid when he was asked this week by reporters. I got fit. I'm not going to be in the field. Um, you know, I, I've been willing to take this so you think about it he said he's not here to babysit who in the world wants to babysit a grown-ass man nobody ben has become the biggest baby and again as i keep saying everything that kardashian touches turns to crap Every single time. Look at Kanye. Now he's what? Ye? Yay? Y-E? Seriously? Like, that's where you're going? So I'm pretty sure Ben will have another washed-up NBA season, just like we've seen before with NBA players that have dated Kardashians. We saw it before with Reggie Bush. Oh, that was with the biggest Kardashian. And how did that all work out? So, Ben, if you want to go keep chasing people out there, then do so, because you should be more, more worried about your career. Apparently, when you got hit by, what, $25 million? Now you came crawling back, right? But you only want to come back here to become a disruption, to not do what you're paid to do, and that's why the fans work hard to pay that money, to pay the entrance, oh, by the way, to come see you play that you don't even deserve, because honest to God, I wouldn't even give you a dollar. I don't care for you. You need to pick your bags, do whatever you need to do, give up your contract, and just say, you know what, I'll just, I'll, in the end, screw it. I don't need it. But if you've been spending your money wisely, like you should have, put that money away for an investment for a rating day, I don't know, something like this, when you want to kind of pull these shenanigans, then guess what? Pick up your bags and leave. Because in Philly, no way, no how. Patty says, how can he play anywhere and his teammates trust him? You can't. 
I, that's a great question. You can't. You can't trust him because if he's not going to be happy there, so let's just say they send him out there to Portland. Is he going to be happy in Portland? Of course not. Portland's not even happy with Portland. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. The Knicks don't want him. The Knicks are, you know, they're just trying to do great things. The Knicks went through, what, 20-plus years of just drudge basketball? Just couldn't get things together, and we saw it at the end of last year where the, where the Knicks are coming around, and now the Knicks pull off that win against Boston? So, listen, there's teams that want to improve. They don't want to go backwards. But apparently Ben wants to. And and truthfully, I don't know what team. Maybe the Pelicans. I don't know. They got rid of Lonzo. He's up there in Chicago. Maybe they need somebody. Maybe they can take him. Because New Orleans, I know they're trying. I know they're trying to build a good team. But at this point, I, I don't know who's going to end up trusting them. You're absolutely right, Petty. I agree with you 100%. If I'm the owner, it says, uh, Rich, I make him sit and not pay him to do your job. And as you, again, the absolute truth, sit the man. What's the point? What's the point of having him out there? It makes absolutely no sense. You are doing nothing but hurting this organization. If you come, it's like a kid. When you tell your kid, hey, I want you to do your homework and then we'll sit down, we'll eat as a family, you know, no social media, no cell phones, like the way it used to be when I was growing up. We'll sit down as a family. We'll talk about our day. We'll have some fun, great conversation. And that's what you do as a family. Joel tried to do that with Ben, but Ben obviously thinks he's the biggest superstar that's out there. You are not a superstar, my friend. I don't care how good you think your game is. You're not a superstar. So again, if Daryl Morley does his job the way he's supposed to, I don't know. At, at this point, tr I would just give him away. If, if you can give him to Atlanta for, I don't know, one of their D-League players, I wouldn't even take that because he's just going to be detrimental. From here on out, Ben is not going to do anything but what's going to benefit Ben. And if LA is where you want to be, say ya. Bye. If you don't love Philly like the rest of us do, don't play. Don't show up. Don't do anything. Just stay home. Because you know what? You're already a distraction. Thank God the Sixers won last night because obviously they're playing as a team. But you, my friend, there's no need for it. There really isn't. And I want to get back to here where, like I said, it wasn't just about that. Joel talks about as far as being with Ben and what he doesn't want to do. At this point, I don't care about that man, honestly. He does whatever he wants. I like the guys that we have, you know, humble, uh, like to work hard, uh, that, that do work hard. Obviously, the ultimate goal is to win a championship. And like I always say, I can't do it alone. Uh, you know, I need these guys. And the guys that are here are willing to help me, and I'm willing to help them. And we're going to continue to grow together. So again, that's that's coming directly from Embiid. And he's absolutely right and had a beast of a game. And I got some highlights from Joel Embiid as well to play for you guys here. But a beast of a game he played last night. Joel can't do everything. If you guys remember, right, Giselle used to yell about Tom Brady, my husband can't do everything. He can't pass the ball and catch the ball and running in for a touchdown. Well, Ben, if you don't want to be here, leave. I don't care what any other media says that if he comes and he apologizes this and that, Philly, everybody knows, is a very tough city. It's a blue-collar town, just like our friends on the other side of Pennsylvania out there in Pittsburgh. Another hard blue-collar town. A coal mining town from back in the day. And everybody knows, if you do not have the heart, if you do not have the willpower to play in Philadelphia, you know what? Pack your bags. Leave. See ya. Same way with J.C. Kelsey. He doesn't directly call him out for it, but I like what J.C. Kelsey had to say. So... You know, I think that that's how you control everything. You, you really think about it like, you know, 
if I just do this better, if I go out there and ball, if I go out there and play really good, nobody's going to have any choice but to love me or appreciate me as a player. So that's what I tell guys. You know, you write your own narrative. You know, what's going on, I don't want to crush any other player. What's going on with the 76ers, Ben Simmons, stuff like that? All that is because of a lack of accountability, a lack of owning up to mistakes, and a lack of correcting things. If all that got corrected, if you're fixing free throws, if you're getting better as a player, none of this is happening. So you can, everybody can bitch and complain about, you know, how tough this city is to play in. Just play better, man. The city will love you. Right? And Jason Kelsey knows. Out of everyone, Jason Kelsey knows. The man's been here. He's won the Super Bowl. He knows what the city's all about. He knows it. And again, just because I'm down here in Tampa doesn't mean that I've lost my love for the city. Of course not. Philly, I will always bleed green, no matter what. Even what if I ever change my even decorations back here, it doesn't matter. Because in the end, I'm about Philly. We work hard. We play hard. And we pretty much compete against our own selves. We do it at our work site. We do it everywhere. Because we're competitive. Obviously, Ben, you do not have that. You don't have that competitive spirit. Lane basically, or not Lane, but Jason called you out on it without really calling you out. But if you play, you get rewarded in Philly. Everyone knows this. It, it's not something that no one knows. It's not a secret here. Everybody knows it. And matter of fact, the Flyers put up, and I'll, and I'll bring up the picture here later on, they put it perfectly, almost very poetic in what they stated. You come here to win. You come here to play. You come here to get better. And if you came here, and let's just say it just didn't work out for you, but you were loved by the city, guess what? Whatever team you go to next, they know how hard it was for you to play in Philly, and now they'll make you better. But you, my friend, you're not a Philadelphian. Anywhere near it. And for me, it's just good riddance. Robert says, stage a picket line with signs outside the stadium and refuse to go in until Ben's gone. And, and, Robert, great point, but unfortunately, everybody's not going to do it because everybody wants to see. A good point, but everybody wants to see the rest of the team get together like they did last night. So I'm pretty sure come opening night, it's going to be absolutely fantastic down there at the Wells. And uh, Robert's right where he says we pay his salary. And absolutely truth, we do. So I, I just, I don't need him. And Sir Charles Barkley here, he made his case as well when he came to Ben. Because whether Ben is there or not, Joel is the best player. He's the most dominant player in the NBA. I would love to see him say, yo, man, I'm not dealing with this BS all year. He says, I'd say, Ben, I'd have a team meeting with the coaches, Daryl Morey and Elton Brandon. I would say, guys, I need to get this off my chest. Ben, we want you here. But if you don't want to be here, that's fine. But I'm the best player here. This is my team. Guys, y'all get on my back. And we're going to kick some ass. You know, and you know when, when Sir Barkley talks, everyone listens. Charles knows it. Charles knows it. Why? Because he was a former Sixer. Charles knows what it is to be down here, to be a Sixer, to be a part of this competitive nature that we have in Philly. A city of champions. Four teams. The only one that's missing right now is Philadelphia Union. And they'll get theirs in due time. But a city of champions. We know the Eagles are due for greatness again. Everyone is just a little bit pump the brakes just a bit. And we know we'll see great things as well from the organization. It takes time to build relationships. It takes time to make a team, an actual organization that people want to come to. And the Sixers, from what I've heard, it's not like no one wants to come here, 
players want to come here. It comes down to money. So you know what, Ben? Say it. Don't care where you go. Don't care what you do with the rest of your NBA career. You might be a nice guy, but your actions say it all for you. So you don't want to be here. Do us all a favor and just leave. Leave the money behind. Don't even say bye to the fans. Don't even write anything nice. Zach Ertz put it really nice on out in the papers this week. But you don't even bother. If you get traded, don't bother. Because if anything, that's going to be a social media frenzy for everybody on Instagram and Twitter and on Facebook. Because the choice words you'll probably end up getting back is stuff that you don't want to hear. So you don't come here to contribute. You come here to be a big baby, and then you want to be babysat. We have no room for that. None whatsoever. Sixers are trying to move past what they've been struggling to do the last two seasons in the playoffs. And if you make the right acquisitions, you put this team in the place where it needs to be with the right coaches, with the right mindset, they can do it. Sixers will win one. It may take them the next maybe two to three years, but the Sixers are up there. They're going to get up there. You just got to deal with the Milwaukee Bucks. Obviously, the, the Lakers chasing rings clowns out there and other teams that are trying to improve. Phoenix Suns are going to be another one. They might get back there where they were last year. I see a comment coming in. Uh, Julio says the Braves up 2 nothing. And the Braves, listen, uh, Julio, great point there. I, I hope Atlanta takes it away from the Dodgers. Don't like either or team, but if I had to see one go to the World Series, not the Dodgers. I prefer to go see the Braves here. And by the way, I think the Astros are going to prove that what they did back in, what was it, 2017, 2016, that they're going to do it again because I think they got Boston's number at this point. It seemed like Boston was going to end up coming back. It seemed like Boston was actually going to end up taking the ALCS, but the Astros are showing why they're there. They're there to win a championship, and you're going to see it. So we may see a Houston-Atlanta World Series, and it may not be one of the higher-rated ones, but I tell you this much, I know in Houston, in the whole Texas region, down there in you know in the middle part of America, the Midwest, and even the West, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a lot of people tuning in because they want to see after the Astros were considered cheaters if they're going to come back and win it all. So hats off. Astros are doing the right things. And the Braves now are starting to show why they've won one before as well. So anything can happen. It would be an interesting World Series for sure between Houston and Atlanta, but I hope the Dodgers do get knocked off. So thanks for bringing that up, Julio. I do appreciate it. Um, as far as the big man last night, we're going to show a couple highlights here on what he did on the court last night. Joel Embiid, he came to play. There's no other way to put it, but he came to play. Both teams energized, playing with enthusiasm. I expect a good one. Joel starting things off by rattling home a free throw line jumper. Uh, a lot of Sixers fans probably most worried about tonight, right? As Coach said in the pregame, 24 points last year. Joel off glass and in. What a bad way to start the season. Being judicious with his threes. And the glass and down to Joel. About four minutes gone, first quarter. Left alone on the wing. Two threes already in this first quarter for Joel MB. With the absence of obviously Lonzo Ball and Eric Bledsoe in New Orleans this year. Joel all the way to the rack. Taking advantage of the fact that he's made a couple of threes. Puts you in a vulnerable position. Here's the other end of the floor. Sixer penetration. Putting the Pelicans in. He's made that first one. It's almost an impetus for him to shoot more. Sixers got to keep an eye on that. Great high-low between Embiid and Tobias Harris. He's Trey and the third. 
Got it. It was a lot. It is a lot. I thought I would drop the full name <laughs> once in the broadcast. It'll just be Murphy from here on in. Short range. A two for one opportunity for Joel and the Sixers. And Joe in that pick and roll scenario, especially when Williamson comes back. And B fading away and hitting. So a good start. So just a couple of shots to show you what Joel and Beater's doing. So again, Ben, hey, that's what you see is winners on the courts, team players on the court. That's what I have to say about that. And that'll be it as far as when it comes to Ben. I really hope they show him the door because again, you do not belong and you shouldn't be wearing that Sixers uniform that's filled with pride, with history, especially with people like Dr. J and Will Chamberlain have worn it, have been through the good and bad and stayed till the very end. So you know what? See you later. That's all I got to say. By the way, also to bring up here, Jordan Spector, if you guys remember, was on a show with us uh, earlier this year. And if everybody remembers, you can see him at SpectorsSportsArt.com. But he did deliver a picture to Devontae Smith. And I want to give, again, Jordan some love as well because we were able to meet up with him when I went back home for my first Philly show. And I, I'll bring up that picture on Sunday. But Jordan Spector, great guy. And I want to show off here his video on what he did for Devontae Smith. Like I gotta do an Eagles version. That's what I came up with. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, all right, we're standing out on this one. It's the feathers on it and the eyes. You gotta feel the thing. You gotta see it in the background. I mean, it really stand out a lot. It's gonna see the eyes, the red up in there, and you know, MVP, the Heisman. They didn't really detail about it. Now everybody knows he does some amazing work. Jordan, I mean, it's just the work speaks for itself. And you guys, I'd appreciate it. Even if you just go look at his artwork, Jordan puts his heart and soul into it. The man does some creative work. And when he was able to deliver Brian Dawkins a picture that he had painted, he showed to everybody on our show that night. It was absolutely incredible. And if you guys go, as you can see there on the second screen there, SpectresSportsArt.com. Give Jordan some love and just take a look at his stuff. I mean, the guy does amazing quality work. And if you guys think it's pricey, there's, there's a reason for it. Because, again, you pay for talented work. Local artists, local homegrown in Philly. So please, by all means, show Jordan some love because he does an amazing work. And obviously, you saw that he delivered for Devontae Smith. So, well, there was a lot. Oh, by the way, I did want to show because I did talk about as far as the flyers and what they put out there. And do I have it up here? Maybe I don't. Let me see if I can find it here real quick so you guys can see. Yeah, right here. I want to show this here before I'm signing off here for tonight. Thanks to everyone who's tuning in tonight. And again, we'll be on this Sunday. But here's, like I said, poetic here for the flyers. When you're coming into Philly, you're not just playing a team. You're playing the fan base. Right? I want everyone to, those who listen around the world here, those who listen in Brazil, in Philadelphia, when you're coming into Philly, you're not just playing the team, you're playing the fan base. And it is the honest to God's truth, as you guys had seen in the very beginning and why I showed the Flyers hype video. Yes, even though it's three games later, but again, the Flyers look like they're coming to play. So as I go out tonight, of course, if I'm going to do it for the Flyers, I also got to do it for the Sixers. So let me show here one last video for the Sixers. 
because we hope that they have a tremendous year this year and then we'll end up closing out the show. United we stand salute. Let's go. Now that we stand, we gon' fight till we conquer. The price of the victory's part of the process. Part of my energy, part of me lives in the game, and again, it will stop, so I'll probably never leave. Exerno fatigue, I'm already in motion, yeah. Look like I know where I'm going, I need me no reason. The game is a choice, be savage for free, but it gave me a bonus. I'm down for the ones that I live for. The truth is just the beginning, we getting the start. Guys, also don't forget, and I would appreciate it if everyone goes to BroadStreetSouth.com as we continue to improve the webpage here. You guys can see our sponsors here on the right. Big Sarge out there from Texas. Special partnership with them, but everyone else you can see there on the right-hand side. The live shows that you can always end up catching on Broadstreet South. And by the way, the new sports ticker that's up there. So if you need to know what your teams are doing, by all means, Check out BroadStreetSouth.com. That's BroadSTSouth.com. And you can find every link to all the social media, our YouTube channel, Spotify, the RSS, Instagram, you name it, it's out there. Again, BroadStreetSouth.com. And thanks to Matt Kelly for doing an outstanding job with the website. If you guys want to reach out to him on Facebook, if you need a website built and or designed, listen and or at least reach out to my IT guy slash web designer, Matt Kelly. Or if not, reach out to me at our email here at south at gmail.com, and I'll get you in contact with them. So thanks to everyone tonight. Obviously, the sponsors that we can't forget when we do the show. And because there's no one on tonight that I can say, uh, by the way, if you're getting the best cigar, where do you get it from? Well, because there's no one else, so I'll just answer the question myself. From Goose's Money Crystal Lounge and Tobacconists, please reach out to them at CigarGoose.com. That's CigarGoose.com. And or visit them out there in Limerick, Pennsylvania, 250 West Ridge Pike, in Limerick, PA, 19468, and pick up the finest flavors in the Delaware Valley. Again, CigarGoose.com. Thanks to Goose uh, featuring the goats, and they'll be on this Sunday with me as we get the whole entire gang back together. We hope that, again, Fuji's mom is doing well. Also, the Tampa Joes. Don't forget, when it comes to game time, if you're a Philly Eagles fan, please go out to 9316 Anderson Road in Tampa, Florida. And even if you're not an Eagles fan, because they do show all their games as well, Go out to Tampa Joe's, show them some love, and let them know that, hey, by the way, Brushery South sent you. And you never know. You might end up getting something. As well as with Larry Gilman, with Larry Gilman live there on Twitter for LG Sales Solutions, LG Direct Sales Solutions, Secure Payment Solutions. If you need a credit card terminal and you need some help, reach out to Larry there on lgdirect.net. And he also has apparel as well. So if you need sports apparel or apparel for your team, reach out to him or for your uh, for your company. Also, you can call them at 855-777-3863, 855-777-3863. So thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to everybody tuning in. I see a couple of closing comments here. Julio, peace, brother. Appreciate it. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Indeed, we hope for victory on this Sunday. Robert, thank you for saying it's a great show. I do appreciate it. Again, thank you for everyone with the comments tonight. As I ran here solo this evening, I do appreciate everyone. Again, Please visit BroadStreetSouth.com. We would appreciate you guys visiting out the website. Also, don't forget, when the show's over, 
You can also listen to the show on the audio version of it. So in case you're taking a trip, you're working out, whatever case it be, so you can get caught up, take a listen. And thanks to everyone who downloaded our show within the last two days, two days, actually third day now, we had a 100-day, 100-day, and then another 75-day of downloads that has grown to over 1,500 downloads, and I can't thank everyone enough for love and support. So thank you to everyone tonight. I do appreciate it. We will see you, of course, on Sunday for the game time. Everyone will be here. So take a look, obviously, on Broad Street South and see who the next guest will be here on Sunday. So for my producer over in Studio B, Debbie, thank you so much for what you do. For everyone who tuned in tonight, I do appreciate it. Goose, Robert, Julio, Kathleen, Eagles Mania. I want everyone to have a great night, and I'll see you on Sunday.